0: Howdy, and welcome to the FPL Jingle, with me, Owen Conheedy, and my co-host, Stephen. How are you getting on?
1: Yeah, not too bad, Owen, not too bad. We've had a nice week of uh, of football during the midweek, and it's a quick turnaround for the weekend again, so even more football to watch. So, happy out, can't complain.
0: Yeah, we had uh, a gorgeous Diaz debut, we had Coutinho's screamer, well, not screamer, but fantastic weekend, or week. Um, but it's a great week of football. Like, um, despite Chelsea not playing, which was a bit of an upset,
1: they were playing just not in the Premier League. They were playing in the Club mm-hmm. World Cup, where I think they barely bet the that Saudi Arabian team Al Hilal, who had like a hey, Galo up front.
0: They had ballers, a Galo, Mirega. Who's who's the West <laughs> Brom? <brand> Matthias <laughs> Pereira. Pereira. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, when you consider that all that team probably cost less than what they Chelsea paid for Lukaku. I don't know how much of a valid argument that is.
0: I saw a stat today about the PSG wage bill in Ligue 1, and they pay their players 37% of the total wage bill of League 1, which I thought was an interesting stat. Now,
1: over a third of the entire League 1 wage bill is PSG exactly wow and they didn't even win the league last season when you consider that Lille won it like just it's embarrassing
0: yeah hopefully I'll get to oh, I'm going to go to Lille in a few weeks Going to, if I can I'm going to watch um, Chelsea go there to beat them so that'll be nice
1: yeah wow um, have you got tickets yet or what's the story
0: I haven't but um, I, I, I usually, usually if you log on to that team's website you can find tickets somewhere um I like oh, it, you're like going to go bite. sit
1: in the, the homestand?
0: Probably, yeah. That's what oh. I did with, when I went to Bayern Munich, Benfica, and I was just in Munich on the day and googled it and got tickets on their website for 45 quid. I'm hoping Lille will do the same for me.
1: Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see because like uh, French fans are quite hostile. There's been multiple games in Ligue 1 that have been postponed due to fans clashing with each other as well as with players and multiple matches having to be played behind closed doors because of that. So, yeah, I wouldn't be wearing a, I wouldn't be wearing a Chelsea jersey and painting my face blue if, I, if we were going into the home stand anyway. Put it that way.
0: Imagine I go and I just like sticking my tongue out and giving the guy beside me a nuggy or something. How <laughs> to <That'd a> go? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's um, that's the pleasantries done with. I'm sick of talking. To you I'm gonna start. Uh, by all right. Talk out to you later, so the, end, of, end of the that's... episode. Done now. <laughs> end end of. <laughs> uh, Episode twenty five starts now, though, and we're gonna review game twenty four. No, uh, I think it's episode twenty five. Is it?
1: Mm, I thought it was 20- oh, twenty. It
0: Could be episode. Oh yeah, I'm not sure. It was game week twenty four, though. Would be nice if they lined up. Let's say it's episode twenty four again. <laughs> I
1: don't know. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Owen. they all just blend together.
0: It's all been my life as a podcast episode. Um, that's scary to think about. Anyway, you the commissioner of the league and your podcast host got tied highest score for the week. Oh, shit, he didn't. Anyway, no, he didn't. He, I got highest know, score uh, after subs. No, um, I didn't have any subs. Oh well, you were forty-eight when I looked at the league because you evening. hadn't cause
1: you Ramsdale didn't come in for me yet or someone. Oh, he,
0: oh, he doesn't count either. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is a very,
1: like, this has gone off the rails very quickly for you here. It's,
0: got, it's gone a bit disjointed, but anyways, I yeah. beat Mark Gary, 48-30, nice to beat Mark. Uh, I think I've knocked him out of the playoffs in doing so, so, uh, uh, we'll, we'll see a resurgence from him, I'm sure. Ty Hopefully not. Uh, I don't know who I'd, I'd, probably prefer to be playing against Mark in the playoffs, so I'm very confident he'd bottle it, but <laughs> Anyway. Ty got a 46 against 43 to go on a four-game win streak. So uh, Connor will be sickened about coming up against that high score. Uh, Cahill also got a 48, uh, beat Connor Ski 48-40, another high-scoring affair. Porrick beat John Scanlon, 40-33. Steve, you got an okay score of 52 to beat Highest Mitch. Highest score in the
1: by- league this week, and I think last week as well.
0: I don't think that's worth pointing out.
1: I think it is. That's why I've done it. Too late. Thanks. Can't take it back now. Uh, well, it's already happened.
0: You, you beat Mitch by 20 points, which I didn't appreciate. Uh, Paddy beat Mark Lossy, 43-25. Gary scored a 50 to beat Ray Foley, 50-28. Gary going on a very good... like What's he got? Like four wins in five last little while, so he's going very well. Steve, 38 to Andy Harrington's 18. And a dead rubber there, and Thomas beat on Dylan forty two twenty nine. So, do you want to take us through your demolition of Mitchell Barr first?
1: Yeah well it, it wasn't it didn't start off as a de- well did it, it it didn't start off as a demolition but it quickly turned into one purely f- because of a couple of things uh, early on Jared Bowen got, an, got got a goal and a clean sheet point in their win over Watford Max Man got an assist in their win over Everton uh, Richard did nothing for me and then on on his side he had Mikel Antonio do nothing for him and then but he had like still had a lot of good players like um So he had Martinez, who obviously conceded three goals, so that was no clean sheet for him. Regulon, who obviously conceded three goals, so no clean sheet for him. He had Robertson and Ben White for six each. Uh, Gundogan came on as a sub and did nothing. Madison did nothing. Saka got a clean sheet point. Harry Kane did nothing. Lacazette got an assist, and Watkins did nothing. So it was kind of early on. like He didn't really have much going for him. And then... You know, I, I then had, like, uh, I had Cancelo get a clean sheet. I, I had Royale as well, who obviously it got the same score as Reguilon. Uh But I had Matip and Robertson. So double Liverpool clean sheet, Matip getting an assist. Uh, Smith-Rowe came on, did nothing for me. Mara scored a penalty. Salah came on, did nothing for me, hit the crossbar. Uh, but then I had Ramsdale as well for um, a clean sheet and a save point. So that was kind of made, that, that made up the... Once again, like the the, the defense really coming to my aid here because Bar Sa- Bar Mare's like the, the forwards didn't really in midfield. Well, no, the midfield did did all right, but uh, no, it was, it was it was a happy good performance from the lads. Happy out.
0: Yeah, if if, if you if you've got like you, as you have there three defenders from City and Liverpool, and that's a massive leg up. You know, almost every game week,
1: mm-hmm. um, usually
0: when, when you're going taking on anyone, um, yeah. Mikael Antonio, is he done? Or what's the crack? I mean... Is he's he a still, bad pick now?
1: Um, I, I don't know. I think with the number of forwards that are available in the league, I would definitely hold on to him. I wouldn't be getting rid of him. I don't see a better alternative to him at the moment. I think he's gone through a bit of a drought. But uh, like you've got Bowen, Benrama, Fornals, Lanzini around him, the lads who create opportunities for him. I think it's just a case until he starts scoring again because once he does he's very hard to stop um so yeah, well, I,
0: yeah when when has gone and he stays fit he's very good yeah like i well, mean, I mean
1: like if, if you would ask me the same thing about harry kane i bet you antonio has more goals or probably around the same amount as harry kane this season and you you'd never drop harry kane would you
0: no you wouldn't but you'd be fucking sick of him that is shit <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Mitch, Mitch's team went through a spell of form, but now it's kind of got a few stragglers there. No, I, I don't know. It's still a good team. It's probably just a bad week for him Do You know, like Watkins, Kane, Saka, Madison. Another day, those players can get points. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: like I, I, I said, th- it, it was a bit it was a bit of fortune on my side that early on, like like Leeds scored and and Southampton scored to rule out those those players. And then, like Gundogan came on as a sub for like eighteen minutes against Brentford. So, like, no, no, I don't know if he had any subs, but they did wouldn't come in and things like that. So,
0: yeah, he didn't have much. I see Harrison here with two points, and Tellez didn't play. So, don't think he'd have had much.
1: Mm. In, well, will, we and, will we move on? And we move on. Talk about Mark Gary's bottle job against you.
0: Um, I'm, I'm just very surprised at Mark Gary's picks here. Now, I presume he has a few. Chelsea slash, uh, is it Brighton didn't play last week as well? Because he he had no subs at all. Mm. He had Mendy, Lukaku, maybe Thiago Silva and that in the bench. Uh, he scored a 30. Um, double Palace defense did nothing dire, didn't play Gundogan on as a sub, Kilizeski on as a sub, Jesus didn't play, Eduard on as a sub, An absolute i'm trying to think of a good word for it like just a it was just a flat tire of a performance from mark <laughs> garry um well i like and and his own doing as well i think like double palace defence like uh, yeah. they were playing they were playing Norwich but palace are shit um,
1: uh, Palace are very bad defensively. We've said it all season. Yeah. Good going forward, but they're leaky at the back, and I don't know why. he Did uh, Eric Dyer? I think he picked up thinking he'd play, and then obviously it came up. Then obviously he found out he was injured, but it was already too late. Then the game we could started. So, um, yeah. but yeah, like I just had a quick look at his at his team. He, he has Lukaku, Mount, and Rudiger. So those are probably why. He, that's probably why he had nobody yeah. on his bench.
0: I, I do mind He had four Chelsea players on the bench. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, like, and then, like, he he still goes ahead and starts Jesus, Kulazewski, Gundigan, he, you know, like, it was just a shit show from Mark. I'm sick of talking about it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I had a fantastic performance, though. Uh Son returned. Right. Ronaldo came on as a sub, and I'm fucking sick of him now. He's lucky he's a double game week. I've talked about dropping him all season, and it, I was trying I, to swindle Van Dijk out of Mark, actually, before this week started, and I might do it yet.
1: I don't think you will. Mark Gary's already done a trade to to get rid of Edward Mendy, who he's been trying to get rid of for ages now. I remember he sent me a trade involving Mendy. So, um, yeah, but, same, same here. Yeah. Best best of luck with that. But like, I even yeah. offered you, I offered you a trade for Ronaldo that was half decent, and you turned it down. So it's your own fault. Uh, no sympathy for well, you. Like that was not that I had Ashford. any to begin with.
0: Rashford and Mares, and I'd have been losing yeah. Bernardo Silva or something as well. Marez was... has
1: scored in every it, at, at yeah, least one yeah, goal Mahrez in each of his goals. last
0: seven games. I don't like Rashford. That's my problem. Um. <laughs> so then I had Gabriel Martinelli do like a silly, uh, just like one of their most ridiculous. I don't. I've never seen that. I've never seen two yellows given for one piece of play. Uh. So that was. Astonishing! I probably have to drop him now because his game this week is off, and mm. then he'll be suspended for the next one. And uh, I don't think he's good Ar- enough to hold.
1: Ar- Arsenal are on a double game week uh, after this weekend, so he would play in that game. One week.
0: game yeah. of a double game week. Yeah, I still. Uh, I'll think about it. I don't know. I that 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 red now really really has put question marks over of Martinelli for me. And what made it pick up. I can talk about that later. I had double city defense, I'd Allison clean sheet, Ben White clean, and Catinho was unreal. What was almost more exciting was Luis Diaz. I got to watch him um like fucking make mince meat of Leicester. Mm. Some some of his link up play was unbelievable in his pace and just he shot a lot. So I was just very pleased with that. <laughs> yeah. Um convincing win over Mark Gary. Well, uh, how do the standings look, Steve, after all that?
1: So the standings look a bit um More favorable for for me at the moment, anyway. um, So yourself and Steve are tied for first uh, on 55 points. I'm in third on 47. Mark Gary's in fourth on 45. Paddy's in fifth on 45. Connell's in sixth on 43. Um, Porik is in seventh on 42. Uh, Sorry, Cahill is in eighth on 40. Uh, Connor is in uh, 9th on 40. Tighe is climbing up the table, getting further and further away from his national resting place of 13th. He's in 10th on 37. Uh, Mitchell Barr is not doing any favours to you in terms of our bet uh, on the podcast. He's in 11th on on 36. John Scanlon uh, has... John Scanlon has more players playing in La Liga than he does in the Premier League at the moment with a damage and a over at Barcelona.
0: Seven, seven losses in yeah, a yeah. trot.
1: He was, yeah, it was, it was, it's feast or famine for John. He either wins eight or nine in a row or loses seven or eight in a row. Uh, yeah,
0: he's, he's 13 points outside the playoffs now. Or what is he? Yeah. Ele, 11 points outside the playoffs. Yeah,
1: so. I, I feel it's kind of... I think he might be done.
0: That ship has sailed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Mark Clossie is in 13th on 31 points, just keeping that spot warm for Ty until he gets back there. Uh, Thomas, seems to be in, Thomas seems to be perpetually in 14th, uh, he's on 30 points. Uh, Gary, as we mentioned, is climbing his way up the table, he, he's uh, in 15th on 18 points, I can't imagine he climbs much higher. Uh, <laughs> the best of the rest, yeah, 12 <laughs> yeah. points he needs He's, outside, to on he's outside the relegation zone area anyway. Uh, team auto draft is in 16th on 16 points nice bit of symmetry there 16th place, 16 points um andy is in 17th on 15 points and owen dylan who's on a 12 game winless streak is a is in 18th on 13 points um nice of him to hit double digits anyway uh
0: yeah nothing if not consistent owen dylan there um so how do the playoffs look then? I mean, you're you're two points into the playoffs. Um Paddy, if he got a win, could leapfrog you. Connell needs uh, if he he could leapfrog Mark. Um, he'll be he'll be happy, I bet. Mark is this week as well. Porik would need uh, one or two results to get Porik up there. Call and forty points. Well, I'm Might playing. I'm playing away. Porik.
1: I'm playing Porik this week. So if he beats me, like that's like a six pointer almost. You know.
0: Yeah, he's absolutely in the race then. However, if he, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's in the race. I wonder if Cahill on 40 points is with, with what, like 10 games left in regular season might be a bit too far for him. Um, himself and Connor Skeen are both on 40 there. I mean, like, it, it would be a major turn up for the books if the two of them got into contention. Mm. And you know, Connor lost this week. Had he won, he'd be on 43 tied with Connell McMullen and really, in the race,
1: I know, but it was the Cahill is pure feast or famine player, he has the triple city defense, and I think he has Sterling, like, he's entirely reliant on city, and that's basically what won him this week. So, and then like, he's got playing Steve this week, and Man City are playing Norwich, so <laughs> might be an opportunity for you to get out right, uh, first spot.
0: That'd be nice now. I'd like to maintain my position. I must put a bit of a bet on with Steve because the two of us are kinda out on our own there and should do something to make it a touch more exciting. Um that's the intro to the pod. I think we'll uh, we'll move along and talk about some real life football. What do you think of that, Steve?
1: Yeah, after the after the drought we had with the, the international break and, and like AFCON I'm I'm more than ready to yeah. Fantastic.
0: Alright, let's uh, take a look back at game week 24. Chelsea's game was postponed this week. They'd already played out a one all draw with Brighton. So that left us with Newcastle, who beat Everton 3-1. West Ham beat Watford, a deflected goal uh, for a 1-0. Man United drew with Burnley 1-1. Norwich and Crystal Palace also played out a one all draw. Southampton beat Spurs 3-2. City beat Brentford 2-0. Villa and Leeds played out a cracker of a 3-3. Liverpool beat Leicester for a 2-0 and Arsenal won 1-0 despite Martinelli's antics. And the first game we're going to take a look at is the Villa Leeds game, a six-goal thriller where you impressed with Coutinho, Steve.
1: Um oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It's um it's a it's amazing when you think about the journey he's been on. He goes to Barcelona in his dream move. Um doesn't go well for him it doesn't really fit into the team they don't really know how to use him he goes out on loan to places like Bayern Munich where he wins the Champions League by absolutely obliterating his former team gets subbed on and scores two goals against them which is something you've never you've never seen at that high a level like Champions League knockout games where loan players are coming on against their parent club and and scoring like um or at least not in a long time anyway and even then Bayern Munich were like oh, he's not good enough We're we're not going to take him and you know Aston Villa Gerard kind of reach out and kind of offer this kind of olive branch for him and he's absolutely taken it with both hands and he he looks like he he looks like the player he was when he left the league almost uh, the goal was really well taken the the pass the weight of the pass for setting up Ramsey for their second was excellent and then on a on a counter with a 2 on 2 a lot of times you see players make the wrong decision or just go the wrong way. He knows the run he needs to make. He drags over the defender and then he makes the pass that he has to make and he sets up Ramsey and makes it and for his, for Ramsey's second goal of the night and Villa's third. And he just seemed to be making all the right decisions.
0: Yeah. Well, a similar story I'd love now would be uh, Hazard to come to, to Everton. That would be... Fucking hilarious! If he could mirror <laughs> Coutinho's route,
1: I don't know. Um, there's no there. There's no miracle uh, in Everton. There's no, he couldn't uh, like
0: it's <laughs> no. It's not Hazard Lampard's fault. It's Everton's fault, is it? Uh, I yeah. can see it happening. Fuck it, Hazard to Everton for like sixty million. They'd do it.
1: They uh, wouldn't do it. They're incredibly um, in debt. With uh, financial well, fair play
0: is—is is it real? Given that they spent what forty it's, million, and I will be—it's real for the It's real, for the, clo- it's
1: real for the clubs that don't have the money to fight the charges against UEFA, like PSG and Man City. It's real to them, yeah.
0: I can see a loan with an obligation to buy Hazard to Everton, and he's back.
1: <laughs> well, Coutinho it's has terrorizing a, the teams. Coutinho has an option to buy that apparently Villa want to. Apparently Villa want to make the move permanent, but it, the, obli- the op- option to buy is forty million. And so they want to bring that down a bit because <laughs> they're like we don't, we don't want to pay forty million for him. So, but it'll be interesting to see what happens in the summer. I imagine they're going to try and make that permanent because um, I think Coutinho. I hope like...
0: So I hope so. He's, he was spectacular to watch.
1: Yeah. Um. Other yeah. things to take from this game: uh, Jacob Ramsey, maybe a potential sneaky player in that team. Seems to be starting lots of games and seems to be doing well in that setup. And uh, might be someone worth looking at. Um. The other thing you might say about Villa, though, is that their defence does seem to be conceding goals under Gerrard as as much as we admire their attacking play. So, you know, you do wonder how they're going to get results. Um, Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Like, you have Dean and Cash. It has to be said, like, two of the most attacking fullbacks in the league, I'd say. And then, on top of being dodgy, the Kansa red card... And as I've said before, I don't rate Mings, so I couldn't argue with you at all on that one, Steve.
1: Yeah, so <clears throat> definitely a a, a top-heavy team, but we kind of knew about that already, really, when you looked at the summer signings. But um, I don't know, like they've got Callum Chambers in as probably a backup, but he's going to be needed now with, with that concert red card, so it'll be interesting to see how he
0: slots in there. Absolutely. Uh, Dan James slots straight into your team, I presume, now, after his brace.
1: Uh, no i don't think i'm that desperate for forwards uh leads are just kind of quite yo-yo they get a win and you think that they're back Uh, like the, the jack harrison hat trick against uh west ham and then they go away and they just bottle it again they're too inconsistent for me anyway
0: so the takeaways today you're you're telling us pick up jacob ramsey uh does Coutinho like impact Watkins in you know, some way? I you no. Know, I I was listening to another podcast actually on my way home from work <gasps> today, and betrayal. They were. I know, yeah, but basically, I was getting the impression that Watkins was a bit of a decoy, and Buendia was playing a touch deeper, and, and the Ramsey and Coutinho were running the show then because they were getting to do what they liked. So it'll be interesting. If if it is like that, what you're saying about Ramsey, I have to agree with, like, you have to pick him up.
1: Well, I think if you have this space there and, you know, you're looking for an option, like, you know, he's a bit of a wild card... But it might be worth it um, look, the thing is I didn't see this game live I only saw the highlights so I probably need to watch a, a live game to see what they're kind of doing in terms of their, their shape and their setup but you always thought Coutinho was going to be the free Roman player and kind of given the license under Gerrard which is exactly what's happened but we, we've talked about this game a, a, a good bit we might move on and talk about the next one
0: yeah uh, I think just to, to sum up also stay away from Leeds uh yeah, Spurs did a Spurs. Uh, they lost three Love two to two Southampton. Armando Broya wasn't injured, as you said on the last. Pod.
1: I you I stand by what I said at the time. That's what Hassan said. So I don't know. Like you can get mad I at me mean, if you want, but I didn't fucking. I yeah, fine. You're go a ahead. liar. <laughs> That's not the first time that anyone's called me that, and it won't be the last. Yeah. But uh yeah like uh, Spurs took the lead uh early through uh, Jan Bednarek own goal. Um Lucas Moura nice cutback ball for Højbjergh who tried to square it to Son but Bednarek kind of got in the way of it. Um uh Southampton pulled one back and then uh Spurs got a second through f- from a a sequence of play that should never have been a- a- allowed to happen. Emerson Royale completely jumps on the Southampton player, I think it's Broja, and takes him down trying to win the header. It should have been a free kick to Southampton. It wasn't. Spurs go up the field and um um who was it? The was it Lucas Mora or was it someone else? I think it might have been Mora squared at the Sun who means it makes it two one, but so, Hamilton the get back into the game. Uh, James Ward-Prowse twice from almost identical positions whips in a, a lovely cross into the box, and it's uh, Elianusi the first time around, and then later on it's Che Adams with a really impressive header because the ball's kind of coming looping in. It's not got that much pace on it, so he's got and he's kind of from a standing start, so he can't really run at it, and so he's kind of got to direct it far enough away from Allison or sorry, from from Allison from Larice. Um, but also put enough power on it, which he he manages to do really well. And uh, uh, Southampton get the win in this game. Um, like I, I only saw the highlights, but uh, it seemed like Spurs were were kind of a bit lucky there. And I, I think Conte at one point shushed uh, Hassan Houda, who was complaining about the foul uh, against his I player, and Dex, which yeah. was like a, a really weird mm-hmm. thing for a manager to do. And I, I think after this game, I'm just kind of it, it just kind of keeps me thinking like. Can Conte implement the, the style of play that he wants with this team? Like, can can he can he do what he wants to do with this team? I really, I'm starting to question it a fair bit now. Uh,
0: I so i i uh, I thought Romero coming in was going to be big. Um, conceding two goals in three minutes doesn't really say that. Uh, well, he was, Bentoncour, I don't, I give
1: him kind of a pass because he was just back from in, a long term injury, like, and they kind of felt like they were desperate. Eric Dyer wasn't available, so, and they wanted to play three at the back, so they kind of had to throw him in there.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, personally, I think, believe the process, maybe for another little while. Like, Ben and Kulizevsky, hopefully at least one of those works out. Uh, ho- hopefully Ben and hopefully the defense settles. But like, we, when we, when Conte Before Conte moved into the team, we, we discussed him in the pod. We said, who makes up the back five? And you, you're still looking now, and you're like, not, they're not great. Individually, they're not fantastic players. Maybe Romero's good. reggian has his critics. Davies is a fullback converted into a centre-back. Devinson Sanchez uh, is, you know, got a yellow in this game, is prone to doing something mad. And Emerson Royale is maybe the worst player. Wing back in the league, so uh, it's 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 a, <laughs> players aren't good enough. I think, but I I I, I But like, but like, I do don't it.
1: even think he'll get the, the type of player that he wanted because they wanted Luis Diaz, and then Luis Diaz turned them down and went to Liverpool, and then Dan Levy fucking threw his toys out the pram. The problem that Conte has, which he's never had in any other team that he's managed, is that players don't want to play
0: for Spurs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think believe I mean like at least there's a philosophy and there's a style of play, uh, which you know often isn't there and, and gets managers sacked. I think we can see what Spurs are trying to do when it's worked out. Oh well, we know what twice. Conte
1: wants to do because he's done it so successfully with with teams like Juventus and Chelsea. But like I said, like I and I think this this summer will probably be the key, like whether he's he's able to get the players in that he needs to run the system that he wants. But <clears throat> into the short term, they're trying to get Champions League, and I don't know, I don't know if they're good enough for it.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I, I can't, I can't defend them much more. Like uh, the players aren't good enough. Sure, mm. sure, a simple answer to to a simple question. Um, but looking at lads to pick up, Ward Prowse might still be knocking about in leagues, and he seems to be doing stuff every week now.
1: Yeah, consistent uh, enough.
0: I think now Brogia is a good pick.
1: Yeah, the the goal he had in this game was a really nice one because <clears throat> there's a bit of play down the left hand side, and it kind of gets flicked in, and it's very it's a it's a fastball coming at him quick. He doesn't have much time to react, and he just opens the foot, he opens his right foot, and just gets it gets like enough on it, and he knows that there's enough power on the on the pass to direct it in. It was a nice finish,
0: tasty from him. Uh, dropping Ronaldo, picking up Broya. I'm do going to do it um, but Do yeah, it, I say it every week, Roya, do it Breya and Ward-Prowse there at Southampton, uh, Kane and Son at Spurs I mean, do we start dropping our Spurs defenders?
1: No, with a double game week coming up
0: mm, But we're thinking about it <laughs> So we were looking ahead to the Newcastle Everton game What did we predict here?
1: Did we I think, anything? Um I think we backed the Everton attack because of the 4 1 game against Brentford in the cup. Um
0: Yeah, and all that- the new Newcastle defenders that we didn't think it'd work out immediately. However, yeah. Newcastle won this one 3 1 goals from Holgate Fraser oh yeah, an own goal from Mason Holgate, Fraser and Trippier score. Which is kind of a crazy lineup of scores, and Lascelles scores an own goal for Newcastle as well to make it three. It's just Lascelles. Lascelles. No. Laskals.
1: Okay, that's getting further away. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so. um, Everton looked uh, like just like they did before Lampard took over, almost uh, uh, completely, uh, completely devoid of any ideas in terms of how to defend and it showed uh maximan absolutely ran the show here um he got the assist for Fraser's goal and he was making runs all night terrorizing that defense i think he hit the post from a shot at one stage and karen trippier had a, a scored a lovely free kick um and then yeah there was obviously the own goal from the set piece so i think it was a corner in um but yeah, like, vital win for Newcastle. Every point is gold dust for them at this stage. And they didn't even... I think they brought on uh, Bruno Gomeric in the the like the 90th minute just to kind of show him out to the fans. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see the impact he has now on that team.
0: Yeah, I mean, what I'm interested in now is actually looking at the Premier League standings. And Newcastle 16th? just about get their heads, heads uh, above water in 17th on 18 points, and mm. one point ahead of Norwich. 3 points ahead of Watford and 15. Everton are 1 point ahead of Newcastle at the moment. Yep. Could Everton go down?
1: I don't I it's hard to say like they they really they really need to turn it around. I think they no, I think they have enough to stay up. They have enough good players. Like Pickford's are an England number 1, not that he sh- should be, but he is. Um like they've got Michael Keane and Yuri Mina are decent centre backs, although Mina's just been uh, given an injury diagnosis and he's out till April, I think. Um, like, they've got uh, Alan, they've got Andre Gomez, they've got Van der Beek and Deli Alley, they've got Damari Gray, Richarlison, Calvert Lewin, Townsend. You, you think they have enough, surely they have enough quality to stay up. I, I'm. I think Frank will do enough anyway. I don't think it'll be pretty, but I think it'll be enough. I think getting calvert Lewin back is going to be more important than people realize, if they don't already realize it.
0: Yeah, the the quality at Everton is unbelievable, uh, and I was just taking. Well, that, let's that, not that,
1: say that. unbelievable. Let's not. Let's not go that far. Uh,
0: well, for going down is what I mean. Oh, I sorry. Mean, like, yeah, 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 Calver Lewin. Some of the rest of them, but even even Townsend to be in a, a Premier League team that goes down. Michael Keane, Yeri Mina, uh, a few of the others now could go down in a Premier League team. But they'd have to do worse than Norwich, I think, in order to go down. Uh, and that's hard to believe, really.
1: Yeah, but like just to touch on that game for a second there, I think Norwich now have realised that they need to... They need to play two up top, which is what they're doing. They have Adam Ida up there, who's the who's uh, who's Irish, and for people that don't know, and he's always had the same thing of he's a great uh, guy for linking up the play. He'll win knockdowns, hold up the ball, involve everyone else in the play, but he doesn't really score that many goals. But that's brilliant because that allows Pookie to do what he does, which is score goals. And for the goal that they score, it's a long ball up to Adam Ida. Adam Ida wins the knockdown onto the, the left winger uh, for Norwich, and then it kind of, the play develops a bit more, and then it, the ball's crossed in for Pookie, who finishes then with nearly an open net. So, but that all stems from Adam Ida being able to win the knockdown, which Pookie isn't able to do because he hasn't got that size. And so Norwich, I think now that they realize what they have there, I think they'll they'll do a bit better than they were at the start of the season anyway, where they were relying on Pookie to do it all.
0: Yeah, uh, and fair play to. Uh, is it Mike
1: Dean? Is his first name Mike? Dean Smith.
0: Dean Smith.
1: Why was Mike was Dean is this. the ref.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dean Smith. Yeah. No, in fairness, there's a different Marsh since he came in. Anyway, I distracted us from the Newcastle three one win over Everton. Are you picking up Newcastle players?
1: I already have St. Maxman, so I won't be going any more. But if yeah. you're thinking about someone you know like Kieran Trippier and that. Kieran Trippier and um Matt Target are good op- are good fullbacks for whipping in balls. Chris Wood's got a good head on him. Like if the one thing he does do is win headers and Bruno Gamera should be interesting to see how he fits into the team. I think you just hold off a little bit to see how, how yeah. it looks.
0: Yeah, I think wait and see. I wouldn't be going mad there. I'd probably be dropping anything Everton I had if I had it. Um I have uh yeah.
1: I, I have um Iver Charlison I'll be holding on to him
0: Let's see how that goes for you. <laughs> yeah, those are the three games we wanted to touch on. Uh, yeah, fantastic midweek football that we had this week, like we didn't even get to talk about. Diaz's debut, which was class. City did the inevitable against Brentford. Do you, do you have you any other highlights from the week?
1: Um, No, just on a personal note, Arsenal getting the win over Wolves with a man down. Um. Good puts us in a nice position. We've got two two or three games in hand on West West uh, sorry not West Brom, West Ham. Um and we're only like two points off fourth. So um we're in a good spot, but we really need to address the situation these red cards and I think I think uh, Arteta said in the post-match press conference even he's he's pretty much run out of ideas on how to stop it like because he, he like you know nothing seems to be working, so we just the lads just need to 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 Get the fucking heads right because we can't keep
0: doing this. Um, yeah, that was that was really stupid from Martinelli. Like it's like it was, like like, like, yeah, like an under 15s game. You might yeah, like it, that
1: and it was in, something like, I it was something I might have expected out of him last season, but this season he's been so much better and more disciplined that I was very surprised. But yeah, that's kind of closing argument there.
0: All right, let's let's truck along to game week twenty five. There you have it, the belter of a nine-game game week that uh, was a real treat uh, last week. Uh, but yeah, we're going to move along to the Man United and Brighton double game week that is game week 25. That's going to kick off with Man United playing Southampton tomorrow. Uh, Watford and Brighton will play out a nil-nil. I'm sure. Brentford play Crystal Palace. Everton play Leeds to continue the shit teams versus shit teams. Norwich will lose to Man City. Tottenham play Wolves, Newcastle versus Aston Villa, Burnley play Liverpool, Leicester against West Ham, and Man United and Brighton will play out their final fixture in their good double game week. Um, I suppose what we might start with, Steve, is what, what are you picking up Man United or Brighton players? Um, I actually have like Cucurella queued myself on the waivers. Uh, I'll probably just go for another Brighton defender because I'm going to drop Ben White from Arsenal. Oh yeah, the Chelsea Arsenal game is postponed because Chelsea are playing away in the uh, Club World Cup. Uh, but yeah, what, uh, are you picking anyone up there with the double game week in mind?
1: Um, yeah, you're probably. I'm probably going to go and try and pick up the, the Brighton keeper um, purely because of the double game week and the fixture against. W- Sorry, fixture against Watford looks tidy. Um, I won't be. I won't be dropping any other defenders because I have. Cancelo, uh, Robertson, Matip, Thiago Silva, and... Who's the other lad I have? Fuck. Um...
0: Shane Duffy. No,
1: not Shane Duffy. Uh, Emerson Royale, who, as I mentioned before, doesn't have a go- double game week this week, but he has one the following week. And uh, I think porrick has uh, the Spurs defender, so I'll keep him to try and cover that off. Um... But yeah, I'd probably be going for a Brighton uh, defender anyway. I wouldn't be. Uh, but I I think if you're if you're looking at the uh, double game weeks, I think United in terms of like attackers might be interesting. Like I'm sure I'm sure Rashford is knocking about in people's leagues. Um, Bruno and Ronaldo probably aren't, but like Sancho might be. And I I know everyone's <clears throat> and like their their results have been poor and their form hasn't been great. But like Southampton and Brighton at home are two fixtures that very much favour united like you fancy them to get to do to do some damage in those games so um
0: like like a home game or was it home like like a home game against burnley
1: yeah exactly like a home game against burnley around christmas time like uh, i have rashford so i will be starting him this game week like cuz of the double and like because up until the last game i think he'd scored in the last two so you know, there's there's something there anyway.
0: Yeah, I do I, 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 I I'm not feeling it with this Man United team at the moment. Um,
1: then drop Ronaldo and stop talking about it. For fuck's sake!
0: Armando Broya for his saucy little fixture with... Or Southampton? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man United. <laughs> fucking might too. Man, that'll be some pick-up. Drop Ronaldo uh, uh, for I'm the gonna, double I'm game. I'm putting week. on it a marker on
1: either you drop Ronaldo this week or there, or else you stop talking about it because I am genuinely sick of listening to you talk about it, saying you might drop Ronaldo and you never do.
0: I'll do it next week after the double game week. You might get one goal then I'll keep him. Oh, I'd love to drop him this week for Broya. What a <laughs> statement that would be. But it just, you know, the head just doesn't agree. Um... Anyway, those are the double fixtures, uh, a Brighton defender and a Man United attacker. That's what you're saying.
1: Uh, yeah, I would say a Brighton defender and a Man United attacker, Yeah, which kind of like covers off uh, one of each of our, of our attackers and defenders we like the look of. So I think if we're to, to stay on the attackers, then that kind of brings us to our next one, which is Aston Villa going up against a rejuvenated Newcastle side. I think there's goals in this game um probably for both sides like i wouldn't be fancying a clean sheet for either
0: team um it's based, based on the last game that you know like well what is it 10 goals between these teams last, you know 10 goals combined in the games these teams just played that's 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 the phrase i'm looking for
1: i think so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but like even just but to look at the other team's forms like you know villa have been very attacking but leaking goals at the back and Newcastle can't keep a clean sheet so and they've got a lot of new new pieces to add to their like offensive uh talent. So like it's uh it's an interesting matchup and I think if you, if there's any Villa players like we mentioned Jake, Jacob Ramsey earlier might be worth might be worth having a punt. Um
0: or or if you have a forward spot, uh Chris Wood.
1: Yeah, or Chris Wood potentially uh, like I mentioned I think earlier you have uh Maximan uh, Fraser uh Matt Target, and Kieran Trippier who all decent uh, delivers deliveries into the box like and uh, Chris Wood thrives off of uh, headed balls so
0: yeah it, it it was it was a tough week i think to pick out the the attacks so the last one is um kind of just like we we we've, we've picked out the shit show match that's that's going to happen and and it's going to be Everton versus Leeds I mean, like, neither can defend, so you're just hoping that one of them has enough to overcome that. Uh, like, it should be lots of goals, but you wouldn't know.
1: Uh, we, we, I we think uh, I it's, it's... Yeah, but I, I reckon that both sides will g- fucking go for it. They'll kind of realise the level of to. opposition they're playing and realise they have to go for it. They have to get points. Like, draws aren't good enough really for either of them at the moment. So, um, I don't know. I have Richarlis and I'll be starting him this game. I think if you look at um leads, like Rafinha's probably already gone in people's leagues, but Dan James, maybe an option, two goals. I don't know whether that just uh I, I don't the know whether option. recent memory just kind of oh, makes you overlook the past. But um like, you know, he wasn't doing too bad and um, Maybe
0: Harrison Harrison as the midfielder is a slightly better option given maybe you probably yeah. don't have a forward spot, but you might be looking for a mid. Yeah. Um,
1: and then, like um, like we mentioned with uh, with Everton, like you've got Demari Gray, uh, you've got Townsend. Right, so you've Calvert-Lewin and Richardson probably gone in most leagues. Might be available. Deli Ali might be knocking around. I'd say he pro- he'll probably make his debut uh, this this game. Um, there's definitely options there in this game if you're looking for players. So I think it'll be an interesting. Well, I don't know if it'll be an interesting game, but I think there will be goals in it anyway.
0: Yeah. So, like you know, we we we've avoided the obvious. Um, City and Norwich and Liverpool, Burnley, so on and so forth. If you're desperate, you're probably go- this. You might be looking for something out of one of these two teams. I think. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's 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 not the the number one shout of the week, but maybe there's something there.
1: Yeah, there's a reason uh, it was third on our list. Like it wasn't. It was yeah, never yeah. going to be first. But uh, exactly. Moving and a on. tough
0: week. A tough week for picking out clean sheets.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say. So the next one we have after the bright after Brighton is is West Ham. Uh, away to Leicester like West Ham's defensive form has been good uh, I know everyone's going to mention all the stuff going on with Kurt Zuma and the the things going on there but David Moyes has confirmed that he is available for selection for this game and he stands by the decision so they're they're just carrying on business as usual um, and I think Leicester are kind of in a pickle I think we, we were talking about it before I think or I might have talked about it with a friend that like, Jamie Vardy wasn't really starting that many games before he got injured. But, like, Leicester are just so bad at the moment. Like, Ian and Daka just aren't doing the business. And they're not good enough at the back to, to play out, to, to win a game 1 0. Like, they just can't keep clean sheets. Um, which we saw in their game against Liverpool, like you know, I mean, I know it is Liverpool, but it was a bit of a weakened Liverpool. Like the Mane wasn't yeah. there, Salah came off the bench, but like, like you mentioned, Diaz and and Jota played well. So, but like, I think if you if you're if you're looking for defenders, I think you'll definitely find a West Ham defender. Um, um, Kurtzuma is probably about. I imagine Cresswell might be gone, but might be available. Kufal or uh, I think it might be Issa Diop, or the other is the other centre back, or uh, like there's definitely. You might just have a look at a couple of their last starting 11s, but there should be a West Ham defender knocking about somewhere.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd be picking up Sufal or, or 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 Cresswell. I wouldn't be mad on a centre back. I know, but like if you're
1: out. not, if they're gone, do you know.
0: If they're gone, maybe go for number three on the list: Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> The shining light of a defence that we were heaped praise on earlier in the no, pod.
1: No, I, I had a go at and you <laughs> defended. I think that's how that went, like, your revisionist history again, coming to the fore own.
0: Hey, don't be using petty logic against me. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: God, I've become the thing I've heard that I hate. Oh Jesus, oh, I can't do the pod yeah. anymore.
0: In fairness, they're playing a team that can't score. or don't have any players who I think I would like to have my team to score goals. Uh, Wolves, um, I mean, we, we, we discussed it, I think, on last the last pod that Jimenez isn't there, isn't at it. Potence isn't great. Neto's injured. You've Wang Hee Chan, who had his five minutes of fame. So, well, like, they made what's... that deal
1: permanent in, this, in the January transfer window, so he's a permanent Wolves player now. So that,
0: that doesn't make him good, though.
1: No, but, I mean, they obviously see something in him.
0: Yeah, I saw they picked up, like, a they the got some winger there from Portugal who, and I, I looked back at his uh,
1: Chiquinha I think his is stats. his name
0: I looked at his stats like, and they're, they're chronic like he played like I don't know 20 games for some Portuguese side and got 3 goals from left wing you know? I
1: suppose but nobody really knew who Diogo Jota was until Wolves signed him and nobody really knew who Pudence or um, um, not Ruben Neves the other Portuguese winger Neto like they, their their scout network isn't bad. It's more hits than it is misses. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like, I mean, they also spent like a club record fee on um, what's that striker Bruno Silva or whatever his name is, and he's he's, yeah, just, sho- he's just shocking. Fabio Silva, he's just shy. Like so, you know, s-
0: swings and roundabouts. Um, I I I do like I fancy almost every defense against Wolves. Well, like every defense that that like plays defense. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh I fancy him against Wolves. So um, if there is a Spuds player knocking about, probably Romero. He's just back fit and people mm. aren't very gone on Spurs defenders. So maybe have a look at him. Yeah, uh, That might be one to look at.
1: Yeah. Uh, and if I can just, <clears throat> before we finish up, uh, I watched the highlights of the United game uh, against Burnley. Weghorst, I think, obviously not this week because they're playing Liverpool. I think Weghorst could be a sneaky, decent player. Because the the for their goal, like he receives the ball and two United players are going to close him down, and the clever turn that he has just absolutely sells them both. And I think Maguire was one of them, which is probably why he got so much criticism um after the match. But like and then he had the and then he squared the ball for I think um it was the left winger, I'm not sure if it was Cornet or who it was, and then that allowed Rodriguez to kind of eventually finish the the move and, and score but like i think he could be a decent shout if you're stuck for a striker anyway
0: um yeah i'll, I'll be letting it play out <laughs> I just <laughs> i i i can't predict it but um yeah if if you're the type who listens to this podcast and takes steve's advice on board maybe pick up weghorst
1: why do you make it sound like that why are you making it why are you doing this what are you doing this
0: <laughs> oh that was easy pickings yeah that's uh that's game week twenty five just coming up. I'm looking forward to it, despite Chelsea not playing again, uh, and and your Arsenal not playing. Would have been nice to have a. a bit well, of a London once derby again, Owen, you've ruined time. my
1: fun. I don't get to see my Arsenal side play this weekend purely because of your shite Chelsea team going out and playing a bunch of fucking nobodies over in Qatar to win a Chelsea, to win a, to win a competition to win a competition Love that's that was rigged silverware. in their favor.
0: Love silverware, Chelsea. I'm right, gonna move us along to our leagues matchups teams for game week
1: twenty five. Let's go. Wow nice segue
0: here we go game week twenty five in our fan tracks league. I'll go down through the fixtures. Steve you're playing Porick in a playoff six pointer. Mm. Uh, Mitchell Barr will play Andy Harrington. Uh Cahill and Steve Lines will play out a fixture as well. Mark Gary, with a really low predicted score, probably because of all his Chelsea players, is going to take on John. Owen Dillon will hope to continue his his winless streak against Connor Skeen. Paddy Brennan plays Thomas. Mark Cossey will play Ray. I'll take on Tig and hopefully put him back in thirteenth, and Connell will play the inform Gary Fowley. So uh yeah, important games for the playoffs. None more so than yours with Porik, Steve. Uh, have you uh, a trick up your sleeve?
1: Um, I don't think I. <clears throat> I'm not going to try and use any tricks because the 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 t- play the team that I have has been doing pretty well so far. So, like I mentioned, uh, Ramsdale won't play because uh, they don't have a game. So, I'll probably try and bring in someone to. Um, take the backup keeper spot off Jordan Pickford because I don't know why I picked up Pickford I think I just was desperate and looking for anyone uh, I'll say I'll probably start Emerson Royale because I think Porik has Regulon. <clears throat> I'll start the double uh, Liverpool defence against Burnley uh, hopefully, hopefully uh, he doesn't rotate and take Matip out um, Cancelo, uh, I'll play him against Norwich again hopefully he doesn't get rotated out Bowen and Maxman are pretty much bankers. They'll start for me, and then I'll have a front four of Riyad Mahrez, Mohamed Salah, Marcus Rashford, and Richarlison. So,
0: yeah, you have um, you have one, two, three—you've kind of three of the Chelsea Arsenal players. So, your bench will be a little weakened. Yeah, yeah, Um, it's
1: pretty much just Madison. So,
0: yeah, yeah, interesting to monitor the Matip rotation. Especially when Liverpool take on a handy team like Burnley,
1: they are away though, yeah. so I think he might still try and go with Matip. I don't know if he trusts Kanate as much yet.
0: No, no, Kanate hasn't been getting any real, real chances this year, as he? You know, maybe the odd no. game in the cup. So, um, yeah, Matip might start, might start and get subbed, something like that. Um, I, I don't see any Howlers there. Do you, you're, you're benching Madison, is that right?
1: Um. Well, like put it this way: Marcus Rashford has a double game week. I think Rochdale is going against, against Leeds. will do something. Uh, Salah's too good, and I think Mahrez is too good. And I don't, uh, Bowen and Maximan both returned. Madison has been a bit off the boil, and so of Leicester. So I'm a bit less inclined. But like I said, he'll be first sub for me. So no, I'm fairly confident with my, with my lineup.
0: Yeah, uh, hmm. yeah. I can I can't point out any flaws with that. Hopefully, you lose hey <laughs> needless <laughs> the genuine hurt like it, um, it really is like you've got a yeah.
1: seven point lead or f- even more on me like no need for that
0: i'm just going to enjoy watching the scrap that's taken place for that last playoff position or two well, what's positions. your
1: well, what's your scrap against uh against um tig looking like huh? how are you looking like you're gonna fare in that fight
0: this demolition job will be fairly clinical. Allison is going to get a game against Burnley. Americ Laporte, Ruben Diaz will be getting games against Norwich. Just as I say it, I'm worried about Stones playing. Uh, Harry Maguire, I'm going to play him, despite the criticism. Double game week, let him off. Davinson Sanchez will get a game against Wolves. Bernardo Silva, Connor Gallagher and Coutinho will all play Norwich, Brentford and Newcastle, respectively. Bernardo Silva is actually out of form. Which, I mean, I'm not, I'm not dropping him or anything like that, but it's just something I'm monitoring. Also, Conor Gallagher. Loves a fucking yellow, that guy. So, <laughs> let's just think about it. Um, you sounded like
1: the lad down the pub when you're like, you know him, fucking loves his Heineken. His. <laughs> <Pray>. <laughs> uh <laughs>
0: The most obvious thing with my forwards is that I'm going to start the Sun uh, in their game against Wolves. I have to monitor the Luis Diaz and Sadio Mane situation. I have the two of them now, so I have to think about which one to start. Fun Uh, fact, Mane
1: is getting a national stadium named after him.
0: So he's not going to play? Is that what you're saying?
1: No, there's literally nothing to do with fantasy, just a fun fact. That's why I started the sentence Mm -hmm. with the phrase fun fact.
0: Yeah, well in fairness he's an all round good guy though, isn't he? He's yeah. he, he does a lot for the community. Yeah. Um Ronaldo will play this double game, like maybe for the last time in my team. And then I have to make I'm making a few changes. I'm getting rid of Ben White for Q there at Brighton. Um maybe he'll come into the side. And I have I think I'll get rid of Martinelli, even though I'm yeah, I I see I have no subs. My only sub will be Q then. Because I think Man A and D as one of them will probably get zero minutes. So let's. Uh, I think I think I'll change out Martinelli and try pick up a midfielder or something long term if I can. Mm-hmm. So we'll look at that. Um, yeah, it should be enough to beat Tyke. I'm not worried.
1: You should be Tyke's been doing pretty well this week.
0: <clears throat> the last four weeks, I think. Yeah. Yeah? He's on a nice little win streak.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like it's a bit of false co- false bravado earlier, huh? When you were talking about a demolition job. Just putting up fronts.
0: I build my walls. You build them low. Build them low. Donald... Because <laughs> that, that trips them. That... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, they'll then climb then a I, high wall. And then, and, then
1: I, and then I can kick them real good. <laughs> uh. Uh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um... That's 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 what our game week 25 is going to look like. I think we're coming to a natural conclusion, Steve.
1: As we do. Normally when we decide to end the pod, yes.
0: Um, this is what I say to Lisa when we're in bed.
1: <laughs> ah. Poor woman. <laughs>
0: Uh, if you want to get in touch with the pod you can do so on our discord which is linked in the podcast description you can also get updates on when the episodes go up by following us on twitter at the at the fbl at
1: at jingle. jingle yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's,
0: it's, at, it's at not hashtags on twitter <laughs> and if you want to see the league itself you can press the link button that is also in the podcast description you can see me at the top of the table it's all very nice um, Steve do you want to end the pod for us Um, Premier League Six Nations
1: Super Bowl Weekend's gonna be Full of sport And that's what I love to hear